0: Hi, I'm Abigail Archery and this is Unshakable Stories, Unshakable Truths, where we talk to people about their faith and how it guided them through the best and worst of times. Their missions and ministries that were perpetually born out of crisis and how God is using them today to make an unshakable difference. Every now and then I want to take a moment just to have a one-to-one with you. And by doing so, my hope is that I can help, inspire, propel you to take one more step in front of the other and maybe encourage you along the way. Now, depending on what part of the world you're listening from as you hear this, I think it's fair to say we've all come through what's been considered a locked down, standstill, reset type of situation. As I'm recording this one-on-one session with you, I'm in London and the term that was used a lot was lockdown. So the question I want to pose to you, what is going to be your legacy after this pandemic of a lockdown? Perhaps your restrictions weren't as severe as other nations may have been. Or you could have been in a nation such as Italy, Germany, UK and the US where restrictions were very severe and including China which first had its outbreak earlier on this year. And during the period of being stuck which I felt most of the time was an opportunity to lean in more on Spending quality time in God's presence and getting clear through prayer a deeper understanding to the season that we're in. I posed this question to myself first, which was, what do I want my legacy to be after lockdown? Of course, we got to think broader than just lockdown. What do you want your legacy to be? after you've left the earth what is it that you want to be known for if you were in your last phase of life and you're looking back over the 60 70 80 hopefully even beyond years that you were blessed to have what do you want your life to resemble what type of impact whether it be local or global, would you like to have had? And the question I often reflect on are the words that one day I look forward to, by faith, hear these words, well done, my good and faithful servant. See, we've all been tasked We've all been given a role and an assignment to play whilst we're here on the earth. We are essentially the hands and feet of Jesus to those who don't know him. Those who are not known and don't have a relationship with the Lord, but let's say they're known. We must remember as believers, they don't read Bibles, they read our lives. They read our conduct, our character. We are constantly scrutinised as Christians. In fact, you and I know that if a Christian is caught out doing a particular thing, most of the time we are heavily reprimanded for the same thing that someone in the world could do but get away with it. The standards, we are held to a higher standard. And rightly so, because the Word of God says that we, the church, will be judged first. Interestingly, we use the term legacy a lot in church. But actually when going through scripture, I found it quite difficult to come across one particular scripture that's dedicated to the word legacy. In fact, the closest I could find was in Proverbs 13:22, where it says and I'm sure you're already quite familiar with this verse, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And you know, when we hear the term man, it's not just relating only to one gender. God does not separate men and women. He's referring to all of us. That we are to leave an inheritance to the second generation and hopefully even going beyond the second generation to maybe even the fifth. So that your great, 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 Grandchildren can be set up by way of a spiritual legacy that you have left, and hopefully, some type of practical legacy that helps each generation just come up that little bit higher. The word purpose is a term that we are so, 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 so familiar with. It's almost like a battered cliche. And the interesting thing is I'm a certified coach. So I talk about this a lot when helping clients get clear about life decisions and directions. And I love working with young people because they're just starting off in this journey of discovery. But one thing that I have noticed, and you perhaps have noticed also, is the word purpose can be so deemed as, you know, mysterious and I think it's important to demystify the term purpose. You see, the reality is in Christ, our purpose is always evolving. It's never just one destination in point. So for me, when I look back over my life in my teens and in my twenties, I felt my purpose was in X, Y, Z. And even though as you live life forward, but looking back, you kind of understand it more. I recognize now that every experience has never been wasted, right? Romans 8, 28, God works it together for our good to those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So even if you feel disjointed and out of place, and you're not quite clear as to why you're where you are right now, God can interweave that into the tapestry of his purpose for you and I. But what I love is the concept that since our purpose is always evolving, God is more interesting in who we are becoming more of, i.e. becoming more of Christ, developing those Christ-like attributes because Jesus is our greatest, greatest role model and mentor we are to strive to develop more of his fruits and attributes and qualities that the world may see us in god's image as christians many a times i noticed we can find ourselves being tempted to want to blend in when in fact We've been called, as the peculiar priesthood, to stand out. We're never meant to blend in. We're meant to stand apart and set the standard, not of perfection. No such thing, sir, madam. But to set the standard, to set the bar in a way where we're always leaning in and reaching to become more like Jesus in all that we do. So I'm asking you this question right now, wherever you are on your journey, be it you stumbled across this particular episode by accident, you thought, well, I want to check out something new. What is this faith podcasting all about? Or perhaps you're on a journey with the Lord already, irrespective of where you are. I've been, I've been in all of those scenarios. So if you're just inquiring about this faith thing, I've been there. And if you've been in this walk with the Lord for over a decade, I've got you, because I've been there too. After this time of what has felt like a real shaking in the earth, I'm hoping that it's awakening you a deeper appreciation for the things that we often, as humans, as Christians, can take so for granted. We've had to no longer congregate in a building, but to enjoy worshipping in the, in the sanctity of our own homes and having to connect with our brothers and sisters via the Zoom platforms and other online facilities. Never in the history of the church have the doors ever been closed. What we have seen in this season, you and I know, has been unprecedented. So it sends a message to us all in this new normal that we also need to be forever evolving. For we cannot take for granted the life we live for just by a vapour. It can all be dissipated and taken away. So for the time we've been blessed with here on the earth, what will be your legacy after this lockdown of a pandemic? Some of you are called to be world changers. And others are called to be community trailblazers. But in the grand scheme of things, there is no hierarchy of what is considered greater than the other. All it is, is we must all play our part in the body of Christ. So whether you're positioned to make a difference right where you are in your neighborhood or community, or perhaps you're called to make a difference in various parts of the world, one assignment is no greater than the other. Because here's the thing, when we are all mindful that we've been given a task and an assignment by God to fulfill, we get busy about doing the will of the Father. And that should release an element of contentment. See, here's the reality. If ever a time in our lives where we should be even the more sensitive to the time and seasons we're in is now. If there's ever a time in our lives where we must take a moment to stop and move away from the hustle bustle of just grinding and recognizing what real value am I adding to my own life as well as the lives of others. If there's ever a time when we should stop being just concerned about our laundry list of needs, being more intentional about serving humanity, whether it is local or global, now is the time. If there is ever a season to take that risk and go for that thing that you have really been wanting for a long time, but kept putting it off until you felt the time was right, I'm hoping you got the memo. There is never a right time to do anything. In fact, the right time was 20 years ago. Well, since you can't rewind and go back to the last 20 years, The best option is to start right now. So you could ask yourself a simple question each waking day. What is going to be the purpose for this day? And you and the Lord can begin to create the purpose for this day. Because every day that we're given has been packaged with purpose. We are never just to live life flippantly. Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will be. But we are to enter into each day giving praise and out of our windows should flow thanksgiving for the gift of a new day. And then we get real clear about what is your assignment or your purpose for that waking day. You want to go to bed each night knowing that you fulfilled the purpose for that day. So my goal here is to... Continue to stir you on. To be mindful that time is not against you. Time is wanting to surrender to you. But you must spend your time as you do your money. And use every waking hour effectively. Do away with the, the term that everybody uses. Oh, I'm busy. Busy means nothing when you're not really producing the art that you've been so gifted on the inside. One of the things that I feel I've been placed on this earth to do is to help men and women, boys and girls, awaken to the truth that each and every one of us has been graced with the genius of God within. Some are aware and others aren't. Some have been battered by the turbulent times of life and they've stopped trying and they've stopped believing and there's those who get tired and weary as we all do that just need another hand of hope to pick them up from where they are and push them along and that's one of the things that I love to do wherever I go is to speak hope and God's unwavering love because he continues to lavish his love on us each day and the father's only wanting the best for us and so in this season why don't you get more intentional about creating and co-creating with the lord art That in your life could be splashes of new colour. That you could begin to flow with the expression of spices. That there would be a fresh aroma and a fresh fragrance. That you might be feeling like, well you don't kind of know Abigail the year I've had. You're right, I don't. But then you don't know the year I've had too. And it's fair to suggest that nobody has been... Able to avoid the challenges that the world has experienced in the last seven months. You're just going to have been on another planet to have escaped the groanings that was rapidly shaking through the earth. But resist, ladies and gentlemen, the temptation of just... Going back to the norm. In fact, if I were you, I would shred and rip to pieces that term from your vocabulary. Resist wanting the norm. The normal of what, anyway? When I hear people ask and say, I just want things to go back to normal, the question I ask them is, when you say back to normal, what exactly is it that you, you need? And what exactly is it that you, you mean? So you can get clear. Of course we want routine, 100%. Of course we want the things such as pleasurable outings and vacations again and being able to safely travel without the fear of. But nonetheless, we are the salt and the light of the earth. We are God's preservatives. We are the beacon of light. Placed here to shine bright for Jesus. And so, wherever you are and whatever you do, do so with all of your might because somebody is looking at you, somebody is being inspired by you, somebody is being motivated because of you, somebody is even being healed. Just because you showed up. And ask yourself if you haven't already. What do I want my legacy to be? You see before we had this major interruption or a reset as Oprah calls it. We were busy celebrating in January the new decade. And that's still the case. We've still entered into a decade of what I believe will be one of the most prolific times In our lives. Providing we co-create with the Lord. And be very intentional of being his voice. And for being his light. You see whether we like the idea or not. We are in the end times. And so if you've never been serious about serving the Lord. My brothers and sisters now is the time. To get real serious. It doesn't mean you need to jack in your day job. It doesn't mean you need to go out and become a missionary. Unless the Lord is directing you to do so. But what it does mean is. Be mindful. That a day and a time will ultimately come. When you will want to hear those words. Well done. My good and faithful servant. So if the Lord has put a dream on the inside of your heart, if you're just living from day to day, endlessly, still trying to find and fumble your way, then you might need to take that time out and ask yourself and ask the Holy Spirit to accompany you as you brainstorm and get clear about what is your purpose For this time. You're still here. That means God is not done with you yet. And if you haven't figured this out. The Lord is in the business. The best business. Which is he takes that which is considered ashes. Dung. No good. And he transforms it into beauty. We're taught nowadays to recycle everything. Wow. Jesus is the greatest recycler because the Lord takes what the world considers to be trash, even what we consider to be trash. He'll take that mess and give you a message. He'll take that which seemed shameful and give you a song. He'll take that trash and turn it into treasure. What will be your legacy as you go along? What will you want to be known for? What is it that lights you up, what fills you with joy, what's that one thing that energizes you, even when you feel like you have no energy left, nothing else to give, but that very thing that just energizes you. Whatever that is, that thing right there, that's what God wants more of concerning you. So I just stop by to just encourage you. And to let you know that the best days are not behind you. In fact, the best days are yet to come. I'll catch you same time, same place next week. Until then, remain blessed. Thank you for listening to Unshakable Stories, Unshakable Truths. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe and grace us with a rate and a review. If you would like to feature on the show or you wish to recommend someone, please drop us a line Unshakable unshakablestories2020 at gmail.com or reach out to us online. We will connect with you again next week, same time, same place. Until then, God bless.